episode 67 of TNC the Premix. I'm T, that's C. We're changing it up again. We're now a murder mystery podcast. We'll be solving the murder and mystery of my sister. She sent she sent me uh she sent me a clip right before this. She's like, if if I ever die, if I ever get murdered, I want a podcast about two white women to solve it. And she just said, Nope, I want two white men. And I think she was talking about us. So we're pivoting. But yeah, episode 67, Tyler, Cody. Cody's gonna read some ads and then we're gonna talk about some things. I'm excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh episode 67. Episode 67, uh, brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Docking LLC as well as Waterfront Industries. Um, we're getting we're getting uh I was gonna say dangerously close, but I don't want oh, to. I don't want to say it's dangerous. I, I just want to say like I was gonna say like a an adverb that meant excitingly excite. I don't know words. Yeah, devastatingly close. <laughs> that's that's still that's still bad. <laughs> Horrifyingly close. <laughs> uh, morbidly close. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's getting close to boating season. So if you own lakefront property or you know somebody that does around the Lake Madison or the surrounding lakes and you need help with your docking equipment, invite me over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you, if you, if you roast a mean dog, very much invite me over. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you need help with your, your, uh, your dock, your boat lift, jet ski lifts, any of that stuff, you can reach out to Jim and the team. Uh, like I said, they, they service the, uh, Lake Madison, uh, and surrounding lakes. So if you need help with any of that stuff, um, you can head on over to the Facebook page, uh, waterfront docking LLC. Um, also if you own a boat lift and you want to get ahead of it before they, um, before you, or, you know, perhaps the waterfront docking team, or if you chose poorly to use somebody else, Um, but you know that they can't handle the heavy labor of moving the boat lift, then you should check out waterfrontindustries.com for the lift skis. Um, it's cool product attaches right to the bottom of the boat lift, makes it a very easy two person job to move it in virtually any direction over any surface. So there's a cool video, waterfrontindustries.com. Check that out. And for all the things I mentioned before that, you can always give Jim and the team a call at 605-270-9426. Episode 67 is also brought to you by Raise Energy and repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. Um, actually got a little Apollo here. Uh, I still have your swag bag that I need to get to you at some point. Uh, no, it's fine. I don't even, I just drink them. So what's the matter? <laughs> um, I have some uh, powdered form of the raised energy drink as well as some uh, ready-to-drink cans. I might sneak a couple in there um, as long as I don't forget to uh, take them out of my pickup so they don't explode. But I think we're past that. I think it's warm enough now. (laughs) Don't talk talk winter. Do not talk winter. Um, But yeah, uh, we're big fans of the raised energy drinks. Um, uh, Zero cal, zero sugar, high energy, hydrating energy drink. Um, Like I mentioned, it comes in ready-to-drink 16-ounce cans. It also comes in powdered form. Um, that you can mix on the go um, for any of the raise energy products or any of the other products and supplements that repsports.com has to offer. You can use promo code premix P R E M I X at checkout and you get 15% off. Um, and that is repsports.com R E P P S P O R T S.com. Um, you can also 
if you're in the in the market for some uh, good sports apparel um, or various articles of clothing for men and women, um, mm. mostly sports and athletic uh, apparel Ath- focused. Athleisure, <laughs> athleisure. Um, you can check out Bayleaf. Uh, that's B A L E A F. Um, you can check them out bayleaf.com. And if you use promo code premix, you can get 5% off at checkout. And with that, I guess we will get into it. was over at my mommy's house helping her with moving some heavy stuff and i was driving back to the uh, dojo and the just cop cars just speeding past me i kept having to pull over kept having to pull over so i turned off the main road to get to the old back roads to my house because i'm i am a valuable man i can't waste precious 11 seconds pulling over for all these cop cars so i hop on the back roads cops meet me there they are racing there's six cop cars and an ambulance outside this house like a block away from the dojo and i'm like the hell like massive like and as i drive by i see there's like like it looks like someone was cutting trees i'm like ooh, something bad happened so i'm not gonna i just got a phone call because i asked one of my friends who like literally lives right in the corner I asked him, I was like, hey, do you know what's going on? And I just got a call from another friend saying, oh, yeah, the ambulance and police took away this guy named Chad. And I was like, that's my friend who lives right there. I was like, oh, no. Turns out it was a different guy named Chad. So it was a roller coaster of emotions. Mm, so Ooh. so fuck that guy then. Yeah, I was going to say, that dude ruined recording. How dare he? Is he is he alive? I have no idea, dude. There are okay. so many cops. Well, let's get out in front of this. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Chad's family, if that yeah. is in fact your real name. It is. It is. He's everything's good with the Chad. I know Chad. I don't know. Good luck, bud. Hopefully you make it or don't. I'm not sure what you did. Don't say don't. God. God bless <laughs> or Allah God. or Jafiel. Ja Jafiel. Jafiel. Ja good job. Oh man, how was. That was a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> oh God. What's going on with you, pal? How is the how is the Easter weekend for you? Well, <clears throat> if you notice, um you're back uh, in the pit. Somebody's playing the uh 
we're coming home. Um, we're, we're back to, uh, I'd say where we started. Home, coming home. <laughs> I, I'd say, the world. I'd say, uh, I guess technically when we recorded episode zero, I was in my basement and it was really loud and the chair was terrible. Um, and then that's when I moved out into the garage until I like relocated to the actual beat laboratory. Um, but yeah, uh, turns out had a, uh, well, I guess I'll just say it. my Easter weekend was a absolute piece of shit. Um, it was like, instead of Easter eggs, uh, Jesus decided to hide like just large piles of shit, metaphoric piles of shit that I would stumble upon, uh, throughout the weekend. So, uh, first off we had a pipe burst on the spigot. Um, uh, and I guess prior to that, uh, I was putting together a large swing set slash jungle gym in my backyard. Um, that was pretty shitty. Uh, shout out Baron shout out Momo for the help. Um, that sucked. Um, but in between doing that, uh, my wife ran out of the house and she's like, Oh my God, our basement's flooding. And I was like, God damn it. Why? And so I stop what I'm doing. I go downstairs and there's probably like, a, like a couple of inches of water all over the floor and, there, and there's water dripping from the ceiling. Uh, come to find out that uh, the uh, spigot that's in there, I didn't really understand how these like frostless, freezeless uh, spigots work, but they're like, they're like a long stem valve at the end of like a 12 inch pipe. So the flapper is at the end. Okay. So I thought if the pipe burst, the lines charged, you know, with the water from my house, that if it would have burst, we'd just be leaking all the time. Well, no, because it's, it's 12 inches away from the actual valve handle. Oh. So it burst right on the other side of that. So as soon as Lily went to turn the hose on to fill up like the kid's water table, um, it started like spraying and leaking all over the place. And we didn't catch it until like a half hour later because uh, nobody was downstairs. Um, so, yeah. Um, Got to do a little bit of uh, sheet well, rocking. Right sheet rocking tomorrow. I replaced the plumbing myself. No big deal. It was actually pretty easy. <laughs> no Hopefully it doesn't leak. <laughs> shark again. Shark bite fittings. Oh, <laughs> no big deal. Um, but yeah. So that sucked. Um, and then I got a wicked sunburn. So, so that's so. it was nice for two days. <laughs> so yeah, I was trying to think. Of, oh, and then Pete ran away for a little bit, so that was pretty cool. That was another where, little Easter, where'd little he Easter go? egg. Uh, I just ran down the road. Um, people were in and out of the backyard, and, and I could have sworn that I checked the uh, gates and I didn't. Um, of course, Cliff, who is the German Shepherd, he's a cop. And he, uh, he did not run away. He went out of the backyard into the front yard and just stood on the deck and uh, tried to get back in the house and alert us that he that was Pete ran away. you. No, he was like, I could have ran away. I didn't. He more or less just wanted to tattle on Pete. He was like, Hey, Pete ran away again. <laughs> I like to think Pete found like a nice herd of goats. It's just like my friends, I will assist you. Yeah. You're not, you're not hurting well enough. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much my Easter weekend. Pretty, uh, pretty shitty. But uh, yeah, we got. I think we got it under control. As I say, you're back on top. You fixed some things. Sheet rocking's not fun, but it's not crazy hard. Yeah, so I think we're gonna hang it. 
I'm not a details guy, so I'm not going to do the mud mm. and, and, and tape oh, and, and sanding that's and that stuff. The best part. Nah. So we got a guy that's going to do that and do the, uh, the trim boards and the painting and stuff and texturing. So what's funny about this is Cody doesn't know this yet. The guy's actually me in a fake mustache over my real mustache. Be like Tyler, be like, uh, no Tyler here. <laughs> Rigatoni. I'm also Italian. That sounds significantly worse mm-hmm. than I thought it was going to be. Like, I, I just assumed you're going to be like, had a bunch of family. No one found the eggs. They went rotten. Something like that. Nope. Just pain. No, it's just kind of a, it's kind of a crappy. I mean, um, Easter and everything was still fun. We did go to uh, Carnival. Carnival. Ooh, did you meet, did you meet it up? Oh, yeah. Meat sweaty. Oh, that sounds so good. I always do the thing where I'm like, I'm not going to flip my, you know, well, if anybody's not familiar, if you've ever been to like one of those Brazilian uh, buffets, restaurants, whatever. Fogo de Chao, Carnival. Where they do like the Rodizio or whatever it's called. And you they give you a little like token that you can flip over red and green. And if you leave it green means bring the meats. Green, green means go. And so I always do the thing where like, I'm just going to leave it green. I'm never going to flip it over. And they always get me. I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> just give me a few moments. <laughs> you called my bluff. <laughs> oh, that sounds magical. Oh, that's at least that's a, that's a cherry on top of, you know, your house trying to fl- float away. Did you get the swing set done? Yeah. Swing set, uh, swing set complete. Again, shout out Baron. Shout out Momo for the help. Baron, Momo. Appreciate that. Have you used the swing set yet? Did you maybe pop on it? Get a couple pumps in? I did. I wanted to uh, make sure the uh, capacity of the swing would handle at least 270 pounds. (laughs) Confirmed. In case case one of your children decides to eat a planet. (laughs) Or or develops like elephantitis or something. Hopefully not. (laughs) Fingers crossed. I mean, we had a pretty rough weekend. (laughs) I obviously did something wrong to... One of the many gods, I don't know. I think it might just be your association with me. It could be. It might have been when I said that I liked the Lil Nas X video. Maybe that was my fault. That, uh, save it. Save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, all right, that is, that's better than my weekend. All right, that's worse than my weekend. My weekend on a Friday, I was supposed to leave work early. I was going to go chill with the skis, a.k.a. James and Lemmy. They were going to put a dock in. That's right, folks. Docking and boat lift season has begun. Don't miss out. Mostly because when Jim comes to Madison, he gets to hang out with me. So that's pretty tight. But uh, I was supposed to be off at about 3. Got out of work at about 3.50. So slightly behind schedule already. So I'm like, I was supposed to meet Jim and Lemmy at the Broadwater for a little food and cocktail for the weekend at 4. So we're behind schedule. My dad texts me and he's like, hey, can you come help me move this washing machine? I, I knew which washing machine he was talking about. So I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. He texts me about 11 seconds later and it's like, shouldn't be more than 15, 20 minutes. That's hint number one that something's going wrong. Why would moving a washing machine eight feet take 15, 20 minutes? It was 30 minute battle. I'm talking, we are, I'm moving washing machines. I'm furious, so I'm trying to lift whole washing machines myself. Definitely gave myself a hernia. 
whatever. Finally get done at about 4.30. I race out to the Broadwater, meet James and uh, Lemmy. We're the only people there. It's 4.45 on a Friday. We're the only people in this bar. They put us in this area where there's obviously a birthday party going to be later that night. Like it's the happy birthday sign. There's balloons everywhere. We're sitting there. We're having conversations. We're talking. We're talking about life. The balloons start popping. Oh my God. Just, you know, like a balloon popping when you're just having conversation, you you think gunshots, it's immediate gunplay. I peed just a little bit. Like it was a little bit of pee, but whatever. Friday comes, comes and goes. It's weekend. Alumni weekend's a big, or Easter weekend's a big weekend in Madison. We have the alumni tournament. A lot of, a lot of people back. Basically, it's a free-for-all party for two days. I completely lose my phone for like 18 hours. So by the time I get back, because we were supposed to record Saturday morning, by the time I get back, I'm like, oh, Cody's going to kill me. You text me and you're like, hey, dude, sorry, uh, my basement's flooding. Uh, no recording today. And I was just like... Sorry, but also nailed it. <laughs> I can't be the bad guy if you actually thought you were the bad guy. But yeah, it just it was a fun weekend. Sunday I woke up. Uh, my family didn't really do anything for Easter. I got some Reese's eggs, got a new T-shirt, ate all the Reese's eggs almost immediately, almost immediately. Dude, I don't know what it is. I think we've talked about this before, but like Reese's eggs just hit different. Oh, they're so good. They're incredible. I don't know if it's like, I mean, it's obviously chocolate and peanut butter, but for some reason, the egg is better. Yeah. I think it's the thinner chocolate. I don't know. Smoothness gets rid of the ridges. Yeah. yeah, You don't have to worry about the uh, wax paper. Paper. I mean, because I always eat that accidentally. I just can't wait. I might have accidentally popped one of the cardboard like white wrappers in my mouth. (laughs) It was I was just going for gold. It was kind of embarrassing. But yeah, other than that, it was pretty standard. Hanging out with uh, seeing Jim and uh, Lemmy was nice. Had a couple drinks. I uh, I was driving out there and Jim's like, whatever, I'll order you. He's like, what do you want? I'm like, I'll order you a drink. And I was like, oh, just give me any flavor of White Claw. And he was like, White Claw, what are you off the sauce? And I was like, come on, dude. Like, I just want a White Claw. So I ended up drinking vodka. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good old time. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, um, we're in the middle of, I forgot, I should have mentioned it at the beginning, but um, we're in the middle of a rebuild on our website. So I know. If you notice that you tried to go to tcthepremix.com, we're currently under construction. Yep. It lights up blue on my uh, most visited websites instead of lighting up red. So stay tuned. Um, I was anticipating that being done uh, a lot sooner. Unfortunately, um, had a few things happen, as you well know. But it's not an excuse. I mean, it is because it is, but. <laughs> but it is, but whatever. It's not an excuse. <laughs> um, also, uh, Taco John's is on the list because I uh, I found a what's marked as a $10 gift card in a parking lot 
So obviously I picked it up and wanted to check yeah. the balance. Um, Taco John's website is uh, terrible at trying to check the balance for some reason. It made me go through two different captures and then uh, said that it wouldn't work. So, I, but if we figure out if there is a balance on this card, TNC boy, giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got yourself a nice, a nice $10 Taco John's. Which at uh, Taco John's literally might be half of a meal. Taco John's has drastically increased their prices. Yep. The, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Taco John's is also on the list because Sunday, Sunday night, your boy was a little famished. And you know what sounded like it was going to hit the spot? Six pack and a pound? No, uh, six pack and a pound of chicken tacos, though. Mm. Yeah. Your boy was about to get after it. And one of those, you know how Taco John's just has like the gallon sized thing of soda? Oh yeah! If you get a large, it's it's two hundred and eighty ounces. It's but Taco John's closed on Easter Sunday. Hmm. How dare they? Well, you need to you need to have time off with your family. You know. I no, I didn't. Oh, I know what they're up to. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm fully willing to put Taco John's on the list. Have you ever heard the story about how they tried to kill my mom? Um, no. Let me preface this story. My grandparents' house is right across the street from Taco John's. Your boy grew up on Taco John's. My entire family loves Taco John's. My aunt, when she comes back from the East Coast, first thing she wants to do, hit Taco John's. The Taco John's in my sleepy little town went from being 10 out of 10 to a smooth one out of 10. They get your orders wrong. They just don't care. They make you, you could be the only person in line. It'll take 25 minutes to get your food. It's terrible. Well, we're loyal to a fault, the Johnson clan. And my mom went there to get a taco while they were remodeling. My mom bites into a taco there is a drywall screw in it. Dude, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> there is a goddamn drywall screw in it. So my mom. Do you own Taco level, John's now? <laughs> oh, it gets even worse. <laughs> <clears throat> my mom being very level-headed calls the Taco John's manager, or Taco John's in Madison. It's like, hey, can I talk to a manager? Manager picks up. And my mom's like, hey. Like you guys might want to like, you know, check the check what's going on. She's like, I just bit into a drywall screw. Like that could have, I would have like swallowed that. That could have like killed me. And the manager's like, no, you didn't. You're faking liar. See you never. My mom's like, at that point, it's just a vendetta. <laughs> so my sister put it on like social media, I took a picture of it, like put it on social media. Cause it's literally just a drywall screw. <laughs> um, a couple of the people that were like, uh, doing the remodel of Taco John's, we're like, oh yeah, we asked them to like not have food out. Like we were remodeling in the kitchen. They basically said, piss off. Like, hey, you you have to do drywall. You know, screws get dropped. Uh, it blew up, blew up pretty big. Taco John's eventually, like the upper man, like the upper upper Taco John's, the social media Taco John's was like, uh, what happened? And my mom was like. She's like, I found this goddamn drywall screw in my thing. And they're like, we'll offer you anything. My mom's like, not, not what I'm looking for. I want justice. 
<laughs> and she's like, she basically is like, we love Taco John's. We just want it to be good again. Like, can you guys like install new management or do something like that? And they're like, no, but we can offer you all the gift cards. And my mom's like, well, that's not necessary because we'll never eat at Taco John's again. And they're like, please, God, don't sue us. My mom's like, I'm not going to sue you. You just guys just got to figure it out. Like everyone loves Taco John's. And they were just like, okay. And they didn't, they sent her a bunch of gift cards, but I went on a firm two-year Taco Bell boycott. Taco John's. Taco John's, whatever. Yeah, don't, Taco Bell, don't boycott <laughs> the chaloops. Yeah, yeah. Taco Bell, you're still good. Taco John's, you're on, you're on the list, but you're kind of off the list because I do love tacos. No, they're on the list because their website yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, well, and then a couple months ago, I downloaded the mobile app because mm. go through the drive-through. No, I'll just order it from the comfort of my home. Go there, pick it up. Me, me and a couple skis had a long Sunday at the casino. Came back. Boy wanted some Takis. I asked intern Taylor. I was like, yo, you want some Takis? He's like, yeah, I'd probably do some Takis. So I ordered it on my phone. Set pickup for like 45 minutes later. I know they're slow. But I got there and the guy was like, I've never seen a mobile order before in my life. I'm like, dude. He's like, that'll be like 15, 20 minutes. So I sat there in Taco John's just fuming. And I don't do this often. Complained on their app. Got a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Did you say, hey, did you look up case number 3405? <laughs> Honestly, I... Johnson's versus Taco John's. John's. They'd have been like, <laughs> oh, sirs, we're so sorry. <laughs> oh, it's you again. Oh, you again. No, no, no. Yeah, it was... It was ugly. It was ugly. Damn it, Taco John's. Let me love you again. But uh, shout out, shout out on alumni weekend. Got to see a couple, a couple of the skis. I don't see you every now and then. Trevor Johnson, love the boy. He was back. Him and I used to go into Taco John's in Brookings at about 1 a.m. every Friday. Get 37 Wicked Chicken Burritos. Mm. Teej would eat 36 of them. Respect. Lance hung out with Lance a lot. That was awesome. Except he hates me. So Shout out I don't Lance. know that. I don't know that for a fact. He just got very tired. Oh. He had a long day of basketball. So on Friday night, don't have a cell phone. We're at a buddy's house because I was I was far away from the dojo. Couldn't drive, didn't have a car. It was it was early in the early in the morning hours. Lance was sleeping in the guest bedroom. I, being a man of means, was like, just going to go sleep next to Lance. Two cool friends do. I got in there and Lance was being a real dick. (laughs) He was being very greedy with the bed. I was like, go over there. And I I tried. It was like, hey, don't you got to go play basketball? And he's like, fuck off. Go away. I was like, all right. So, yeah, good times. Good times. Good times, great old days. Let's, um, let, let's talk about you. I, shepherd of- I want to ask you something first. I didn't ask you about this precast, so I hope yeah. that and if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, you don't have to. I have to. You already asked me. How did the uh, Tyler Big Rigging situation? Oh, your boy's a big rig driver now. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, your boy's a big rig driver. Does not mean I'm a good big rig driver. But you passed the test? Oh, hell yeah, I passed the test. So, story about that. Uh, to go in to like get all my endorsements, all I needed was a class B. I needed a class B license so I could drive a little straight truck in case I had to, you know, drive to the other warehouse, get some product, basically just to save time. And I went and took all the tests. The lady at the DMV bamboozled me. So I had my little form filled out and she's like, well, if you're taking all these tests, just get a class A. I was like, all right. So she's like, oh, you just got to take these couple other tests. She's like, did you study for them? It's like, nope. She's like, ah, you'll be fine. Luckily, I'm a wizard and I passed all the tests. So the lady's like, congratulations, you have a class A. I'm like, all right. I don't really know what that means. And I showed it to my boss and my boss was like, oh, you trying to drive a semi? I'm like, no, no, I no, I can't do that at all. And she's like, well, you saw, you have all of your thing for a class A. You might as well just get a class A. So, yeah, got a class A license. I could drive a big rig. Had to, uh, it's going to surprise a lot of people. Have not driven a, sem- a lot of semis in my life. In fact, almost zero. <laughs> so to uh, prepare for my test, I had one of my old boys at work, a pal, a friend of the cast. I'm not going to say his name. He's, he's hip. But uh, he, uh, he took me, he showed me the ways of the road, not in a creepy way. He basically taught me how to drive a semi in like two hours. He was like, yeah, just, just do this. <laughs> just find your dirtiest, loosest pair of sweatpants. Maybe buy oh, a small dog. Tiny dog. You're going to need the, the big gulp, but like the giant mug. Yeah. What people don't know is they actually give that to you after you pass the test. <laughs> <laughs> it comes filled with Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> it is yeah so i can drive a big rig i also had to uh i can drive a manual like a car driving a semi driving a big rig with the old manual where there's 13 motherfucking gears and you have to switch you have to like flick a button to go in between gear. dude that shit was terrifying uh Here's a fun little fact. I cannot parallel park a car. I can parallel park the fuck out of a semi. Oh boy. It's so easy. It looks terrifying. You just get that trailer trait or trailer straight. Ooh, trailer trait. But you get that this way and then you just pivot. You just crank the wheel as hard as you can. Slaps in there every time. Yeah, Proud of so you. Big rig Tyler. Yeah, so my dog should be here pretty soon. Uh, I had to get the tiniest one. I want him to fit in my hand. I'm growing this creepy beard. I'm actually not wearing stained sweatpants right now, but they're stained cutoff sweatpants. Mine are kind of stained. Yeah, these these shorts, they're like they're like the they're like Nike sweatpants, but they come cut off already. Mm. So I'm a bo- I'm a bougie bitch, and they're they used to be bright pink. But then I wore them into Lake Madison one time. And now they're kind of just grungy, like grayish pink. I think Lake Madison might be poison. I don't worry about that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about you. Are you, can you drive a big rig? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Never uh, 
very much the same as yourself prior to you getting certified and uh, whipping around the big rig. I have, I've been in quite a few semis. Um, not as a lot lizard allegedly, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, my, my dad drives semi and he actually just bought a Pete. So Ooh, a little, little long nose Pete, <laughs> my man. See, I took mine in the old freight shaker. <laughs> yeah, so it's no big deal. So if we ever need to go on a smoking and a bandit style run, I could probably do that. Dude, we gotta take this, we gotta take the show on the road. Dude, just hit every flying J. We're just trucking. We're trucking, dude. Trucking, trucking down New Orleans. That's what and the guy when i got done he's like he's like what do you he's like are you trying to be a truck driver i was like oh no 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 buddy i was like i work in an office <laughs> he was just like what are you gonna do with this i was like i tell you the truth man i do not know <laughs> it's it was it's been a weird couple of weeks I, I do respect how the uh, the gals like. Well, you might as well just get a class in. You're like, yeah, duh. I actually was going to say that. So that's a hundred percent. I'm like, I don't, she just shamed I don't you into it. I don't know if she got commission off that or what, because I had very clear instructions. It was like, get a class B, get this endorsement, this endorsement, this endorsement. And I got there, and the lady's like, if you're going to do that, just do this. I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> So on uh, what was it? Combination vehicles and air brakes. Your boy just winged it on the test. Passed. <laughs> Had not studied. Guessed heavy. Guessed heavy, heavy. Passed them both. Light work. Proud of you. I also passed. Also passed my background check. So your boy's got TSA pre-check now too. Dude, I got that too. We should travel. I'm, we should travel. <laughs> We just breeze past the line. She'd be like, ah, look at the pores, Cody. They have to get scanned. And then we'll go sit in the airport bar for nine hours. That's what you do, right? That's, that's what I've done every time I've flown over the age of 21. Right. Bef- before then, it was just like, yeah, we have to go to the airport. My dad would be like, well, we better get there four days early. Just like a real, real typical suburban dad. It's like, Dad, we're not flying overseas. We're flying to Florida. I don't think we need to get there four hours early for parking. Yeah, I'm kind of, the, I don't know. I'm kind of bad about that, too. Like, I've I've cut it close a few times at a few, uh, few different airports, showing up hungover sometimes. But uh, most of the time, like, I'll just, I'll be there, like, a couple hours early and just, like, just sit there by my gate. And just keep constantly checking the screen. Be like, are we boarding? Are we boarding? Is it, are we there? The plane's not even there. It's still in Tecumseh. <laughs> yeah. See, on, on that way, on the way, like if I'm going on vacation, I'm showing up to the airport two hours early. I'm, that's vacation time. Money doesn't count. Calories don't count. I'm at the airport bar drinking $14 uh, single vodka cranberries, eating a $28 pizza, just living. But on the way back from vacation, oh, you best believe I'm the last person on that plane. Oh, you do you remember when Delta got hacked and they got shut down for like, I don't know, like everything like froze and like they weren't able to yeah. fly? Jim and I were trapped in the. Oh, were you guys in Mexico? 
we were coming back from Mexico. I think we made it. I want to say we flew into Atlanta and Jim and I were in Atlanta for 23 hours in the airport for 23 hours. (laughs) And they like gave us like blankets and some orange juices, some pretzels. And they're like, yeah, we're sorry. And uh, did you have to ration them? (laughs) Kind of. It's like, Uh, Jim, we got six boxes or six orange juice boxes, eight pretzels. We're going to have to ration them. We don't know how long this is going to last. We ran out immediately. Jim and I ate those. (laughs) When you eat the pretzels, you're going to get thirsty. Yeah, that was wild. That was a, um, I think I told the story of when Jim and I were in Cancun and we, we were there for like a destination wedding. Uh, Shout out Spencer and Liz. And we, I know them. Jim was my date. And so we, we went there and uh, we stayed like an extra day when everybody else like went back. So Jim was wanting to do all these crazy things, Um, you know, really go exploring, you know, just, just some male bonding. And he uh, wanted to gently black out by a pool. Well, my problem was I got uh, Montezuma's revenge that day. So Jim wants to go parasailing 200 feet up in the sky I want to stay like within six feet of a fucking toilet because I'm shitting myself to death. Uh, Needless to say, Jim forced slash shamed me into eating fish tacos, drinking uh, multiple beers and uh, parasailing. And I almost uh, shit myself and Jim inside of that uh, parasailing uh, (laughs) thing. But uh, the rig. (laughs) Yeah. I was like looking down and like, um, like you know it's obviously like watertight so like our feet are you know in, there's like ocean water inside of the thing and i'm like man if i shit myself we are in it like it's yeah, we're, it's not we're going flooded. anywhere so like i i think i i think i might have said this before but like i was like trying to f- figure out if i could like hang my ass over the side but yeah that was the same I, I think i told that story before but like that was this that was the day before so jim gets montezuma's revenge whilst we're stuck in the airport for 23 oh, hours dude nightmare absolute nightmare situation. not good and i was just like i was like jim remember when you're trying to make me do all those things imagine doing all those things right now you are laying on the floor in an airport what was i doing riding three deep on a on a jet ski bucking waves out to a, a parasailing thing and jim's oh like God. jim's like fuck you leave me alone i was like okay yep <laughs> dude i have i have had that i've had that familiar tummy rumble in an airport before and it's just like I you can't I can't do it I can't. That's one thing. I, it's like I will literally poop my pants in my car before I go to this airport bathroom. <laughs> Which and I know I we have talked about this before where, like I feel like I feel like my body can definitely sense when like something's gonna happen. Like it's like holy shit we gotta fly on an airplane to twenty five minutes. Dump dump everything. Like my body's got a sixth sense for being like, we got to be somewhere in eight minutes. Now's the appropriate time to poop. And the airports, airports bring it out in me. Oh. Yeah. There are such dirty places. Well, plus you're usually dealing with that one ply toilet paper. It's just, that's just, not enough. Just smears things around, <laughs> rips, bunches up, flakes off. It's, yeah, it's no, it's, it's not nightmare. great. It's not what you want. <laughs> Oh God, Montezuma's Montezuma's revenge in an airport. That sounds like a gift from the devil. Hey, Cody, talking about the devil. 
remember when you introduced the world to Lil Nas X Montero's music video and you brought on a plague against our names? Well, I think technically Lil Nas X introduced us to Lil I'm Nas not X totally and the Devil. Sure. Okay. I'm yeah. not totally sure. The best part was after you showed that to me on the podcast, Garrett, Professor Buttonholes and I, I showed it to everyone. <laughs> Every single person that saw me that day saw 30 seconds of that music video and every single person had the same reaction Ah, that's basically all you can do because it is sexual and it is violent really gets really gets it gets you going (laughs) see here's the thing do i am i one of those people that was complaining about little nas x giving the devil a lap dance not at all that didn't bother me (laughs) I just didn't like watching it because much the reason I don't like watching movies about possessions or demons. Cause you just never know that puts the thought in my brain and little Nas X doing that to the devil. That's that put a lot of weird things in my brain. Also little Nas X tremendous core strength. Yeah. When he was doing like the clapping the legs, like fully inverted over, you know, <laughs> which, as I mean, I've never been to a gentleman's club, and I don't think you have either. But everyone's, I mean, people <laughs> that have been have told me that the dancers are known to clap their heels together with their wearing the very tall shoes. It's very annoying. Once again, not anything I've noticed or Cody, but some people have pointed it out to me before. It's very mm-hmm. loud, very jarring. Hmm. Interesting. Makes you, yeah. Makes, makes you think about taking the little house you made out of $1 bills. Makes you think about scooting that back, just being like, no, we're too loud. Yeah. Yeah. I I know a guy one time that uh made like a little wiener dog with one dollar bills and uh origami style, and uh a, a stripper had dismounted, slid uh had her legs out after clicking them, slid down with her legs spread. And uh, made a loud sound with her uh, took us on the, uh, the the floor of the stage, and uh, knocked over uh, somebody's origami wiener dog of ones. Um, that person was very upset. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of mad for this person. It's a shame we'll never <laughs> know who that was. <laughs> oh, that is tremendous. That is. I'm trying to think. Of the last time I was in at a gentleman's club, COVID ruined a lot. We were gonna have we were gonna have a TNC meetup in the Salem strip club parking lot, but I think we missed. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah, of, I honestly, memories. I honestly don't know. I was actually gonna check out the Scotch in uh, in Pierre while I was there, but uh, you'll hippity hoppity Scotch. But uh, I guess they're closed on Mondays. So what? Yeah. Everyone knows that's the best day. <laughs> um. I don't know if you can see, but I'm a gallon of water guy. That's what I am now. I respect that. What else? I got a, I got a few things on my list here. Um, I, I you want to talk too, about but... the uh, shepherd of the internet? Yes. Because I got a shepherd of the internet uh, tidbit as well. So in my, in my social media scrolling, I came across that a, someone named Co- Cody her like something called the 90s riff country fest 
that featured Garth Brooks, George Strait, Shania Twain, basically every famous country artist ever. And I was going to talk about it because I don't know a lot of country artists. I know a lot of these people. But the thing that made me most mad was Faith Hill is like fourth, like the fourth row. She's like a tiny name. Like, dog, you're telling me. You're telling me Faith Hill's not as famous as Martina McBride? Like, come on. Mm. It's got to be at least close. It's probably, yeah. I'm telling you, Faith Hill is not uh, not fourth line. She's not fourth line. She's third line. Third or second. But also one of the things I also saw in there was uh, John Anderson. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to hit the way back machine. Six-year-old Tyler has money in his hands, wants to buy his first CD. What's he buy? John Anderson CD. Because he had a little song called Mississippi Moon Hanging in the West. I think it went like that. I don't know. I was six. But I did love him when I was six. You like uh, a little Seminole Wind? A little... Blue, blue Seminole Wind. Is that the song? Yeah. Ooh, that's... That's a deep part of my memory. Alligators in the door. There's also but, a swinging. Swinging is also a good one. Really? I did not know this. Also, but, a straight tequila night. Also, banger. That's straight tequila night. Just stop thinking about him. Then she's ready to fight. So, in the precast, I was like, hey, Cody, I would like to talk about this. There's probably going to be some singing, probably going to be some hooting and hollering. And what did the shepherd of the Internet tell me, Cody? It's fake. It's fake. How did you find out it was fake? Because uh, I looked at it and realized that it was April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you fooled by anything else on April Fool's Day? I did get fooled by... Uh, the trade of uh, I saw a graphic that somebody sent me and it was Russell Wilson to the Bears and I was excited for the for the Bears. I, I am I am uh, I've always been a, a little bit of a Bears fan just because my aunt was always a really, really big Bears fan. And they were always kind of like uh, the Cowboys in, in the NFC, like just always sucking. Um, at least in my lifetime, you know, that was after the monsters of midway, you know, that whole situation. And, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I looked at it and I was like, Oh no, no. Intern Taylor, (laughs) intern Taylor was also duped by, (laughs) he was duped by a pretty big news, uh, in Ganu versus John Jones. It sounded like it was set and intern Taylor, the most honorable man I have ever met tweeted it when both, neither of us would have saw it. He could have deleted it, and you know what he did? He left he it kept there. It up. He left it there, just knowing that he was going to get hurt by it. But he's a man of honor. But, hey, I hope that they make that fight. I mean, John Jones oh. is, was training to be there, you know, training for heavyweight. He's, he's, he's put on he's weight. He's gigantic. He's gigantic, and he's still fast as hell. And that's the fight that we want to see. Un- unfortunately, Dana White was feeling himself a little bit after the fight, and he was like, yeah pretty sure john jones doesn't want to fight that or what do you say i'm pretty yeah. sure john jones wants to go back down to to 205 or maybe he want maybe he's thinking even about going down to 185 after that or something like yeah. that 
I was just like, ah, Dana, come ah, on. Dana, no, Dana, no. We know that, uh, you know, John Jones can be sensitive at times when he's firing off guns mm. and drinking and driving. You know, sometimes he gets in his feels. That's, that's what I'm most sensitive to. <laughs> just two in the morning, blind drunk, just shooting a pistol at the sky. <laughs> I hope that fight happens. I mean, I think, oh, it, I think it will. I think, I mean, right now, I mean, Conor McGregor still has a draw. Like, um, I think yeah, he's they're fighting gonna, the 10th. Yeah, because uh, him and uh, Poye, Poye are going to fight again. Um, so that's cool. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, Conor still moves the needle, but like John Jones versus Ngannou after Ngannou just absolutely destroyed Stipe. Merck Stipe. That's, Ooh. yeah. They'll, they'll make That's that fight. I mean, John Jones is was going up to heavyweight for a reason. So I mean, like, I also like how John happen. Jones. I like how John Jones is like, release me from my contract. Where the fuck are you going to go, bud? Like, you're already at the top. You're going to go down to what is Strike Force, Bellator, maybe? maybe Bellator. I don't know. It's just never going to happen. But what was your what was your shepherd of the internet? Oh, I was just going to say. Uh, I saw a bunch of like, there's like a bunch of these like, giveaways uh, all, yeah. all the time. And I see a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, like my, my classmates. Um, I, I was going to rip on uh, townies that never moved away, but um, you and I have established that I can't do that. Um but yeah, I will hey, catch. I moved away. I just came back. <laughs> I will it's catch. Way different. I will catch on my timeline. Like, oh, Johnny won our last drawing, but it turns out he was only seventeen. So Dude. we're gonna we're gonna do it we're again. Going again. We're selling 30... a, a brand new uh twenty twenty two uh Ford Raptor. It's like yeah, they don't even make a twenty twenty two Ford Raptor. Yeah. Pretty sure. But, also it uh, comes with the V six uh twin turbo. <laughs> Yeah, like lots of companies are not in the business of giving away things via Facebook. So not to say that there aren't giveaways, but if there are, you should probably just take a little bit of time. As a shepherd of the internet, take a little bit of time, go to that page, maybe just do a little scroll, figure out when it, when it, when it was created, you know, if, it, if it's verified with the blue check mark. Um, you know, see what the recent posts were, but yeah, there's not going to be a lot of drawings where people are just randomly giving away a thousand dollars to 20 people. Like, yeah, it's just as the shepherd of the internet, just please stop sharing them. Stop. It makes you look, uh, foolish, very foolish. Um, yeah. Every single time they pick a winner, how are they always not 18 or they don't answer the phone? There's a reason, people, because it's not real. Yeah, don't get had. But, just uh, I say think no. Just to drugs, alcohol, and sharing dumb things on the internet. <laughs> Except that killdozer. I've I've been ever since we talked about it. I've seen more killdozer memes, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> but uh, I, I I wanted to dive a little deep, and uh, it's been a good good couple of weeks for a movie corner. Oh, yeah. TNC movie corner. So I wanted to hit on a couple things. 
One, I watched Godzilla versus Kong, Ooh. which was a reason I was keeping myself alive for a little while. That was exactly what I wanted it to be. It was about 25 minutes of people talking and in about an hour and 35 minutes of just giant, perfectly CGI'd animals fighting. The CGI is incredible. They knew what they were about. It was I have, I have not seen that yet, but I heard a lot of good things. But I'm still going to go into it with, uh, with an open mind. But I, I believe that I will. That was on HBO, right? Yep. Also, yep, yep, yep. I don't want to be old man yelling at cloud here, but can HBO figure out what fucking app they want to host all their shit on? Yeah, because there's fair. like HBO Go, Go, HBO Now. They killed HBO Now for HBO Max. That is okay. something they actually did. Okay. But they kept HBO Go because HBO Max is a different tier of HBO. I don't know. It costs you like 15 bucks a month. It's awesome. See, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I had to make sure that my HBO was still um, still valid because I wanted to watch Into the Storm that you recommended I check out. Um, and I just tried to bring up the HBO Max, which is what popped up. Uh, shout out Jeff Bezos. I have a Amazon Fire TV Cube. It's the Ooh. it's an upper tier of the uh, Fire Stick. A um, little bit more money, but the Cube it's like way faster, a lot more storage. It's it's pretty nice. cool. It's got got voice commands and crap. Yeah, it's fancy, whatever. But uh, but yeah, the HBO Max I came up on there and I tried to like pull up the show, and uh, yeah, it like it, it wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, oh. But it turns out I actually already had HBO through an add-on through like my Prime yeah. Video. Yeah, Prime Video. Yeah. So I had to go in a roundabout way. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, but that's on HBO Max. So I do recommend that. It's a good way to shut your brain off for two hours. Like just toss that on. You don't need to think hard. There's they they know what they were doing. There's a bunch of like, that's not Godzilla. That's Becca Godzilla, like it's just very, very like dumb, but it's awesome. But uh, also on there, this is just something obviously into the storm, which we'll talk about. But I just started watching the show uh, called Warrior on uh, HBO. It's basically Peaky Blinders, except Asians in San Francisco in like the 1870s. So all they do is do karate smoke cigarettes, drink whiskey and have sex with whores. It's awesome. Mm. Like I was, I was watching an episode like right before we started filming. Guess who's in it? Michael Bisbing. It's fucking wow. awesome. It's fucking awesome. I would like, I actually really do strongly recommend it. Hmm. Let's check that out. It's, it is where there's like two seasons. So it's, it's worth it. There's a couple weird things they do. Because, you know, obviously the characters are uh, like fresh, fresh, uh, fresh off the salt, as they call the ocean. Mm. Uh, but they they do like these weird transitions where like because they're very clearly speaking Chinese. So like they'll start speaking Chinese and then they'll switch it to English. So like the viewer can understand. And the first couple episodes, it's a little weird to get used to because like you're like, what the fuck? Why can't these people who are sitting right next to them? understand what they're saying they're speaking clear english and then it'll like transition and they'll be speaking chinese it's like oh they're dumbing it down for me mm. 
but it's good. Very violent. I like the that. one. The main character is like the best uh, karate master in China, and he just comes over here and just fucking makes it rain on everyone. Hmm. Pretty upsetting because like the main character is like he's you know Chinese. But that's not upsetting. That's not why it's upsetting. But like all the bad guys are Irish. And they look exactly like me. <laughs> they're just they're just bald and they have huge red beards. And they're just like, we're here to burn down the opium den. It's like, damn it, guys. Just be cool. But yeah, um, I, do, I do recommend that. Did you want to hop into that into the storm? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's pop into that. So in into the storm is a like a documentary docu-series which i didn't realize when you told me to look at it i didn't realize it was like five or six episodes i think six episodes that are like hour long a piece like when i asked you to watch uh see spiracy that's only like an hour or something hour and a half i didn't realize that uh into the storm were like hour long episodes and there was multiple i just thought it was like a like you know two hours or you know hour and a half something like that um but yeah uh since you told me to uh, watch it so we could talk about it, I did uh, I did binge it all today or finish binging it all today. So it, talk about so just a little backstory for the people that haven't watched it or probably won't watch it. It started off kind of as a documentary about QAnon, which if you know what QAnon don't know what QAnon, QAnon is, it's the belief that there the government was controlled by um, a devil worshiping pedophile like global elites and that Donald Trump was going to be our savior against them. And there was this anonymous message, uh, message board poster uh, called Q who, according to all like this people like doing like deep conspiracy theories was like very connected to Donald Trump. And he was, you know, be on the lookout for this and be on the lookout for that. People got way too deep into it. And it kind of like that's like the first episode. After that, it kind of goes into like these cast of characters who are like very involved in this QAnon area and like the weird lives they live. And holy fuck, did it get bizarre? So I, I will say, like, I obviously knew like the name QAnon, but I didn't realize. I didn't realize that that's what it was. I just thought like QAnon at first, I honestly thought QAnon was a label that they put on like the people that were doing the bad shit. I didn't realize that QAnon was, was like this anonymous Q guy who was, uh, dro- who was posting all these, all these things. Crumbs. And what I will say is um, the guy who's doing the, the documentary, he's like um, trying to figure out who Q is. Like that's part of like, loosely part of like the the whole plot or i guess the whole premise behind the 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 documentary documentary. like he's he's like trying to figure out who q is i will say you could have saved yourself six episodes if they just called up like tom green and body move and they would have found out who fucking q was in like (laughs) three days but it was this dude took like two and a half years to do it (laughs) well what what was bizarre to me is because like i started watching it because much like you i was like I kind of knew what QAnon was and I thought it was going to like explain to me what it was. And it did that for about 45 minutes and then took 
super hard lefts. <laughs> and then they like the the guy who invented 8chan, which is where Q started posting all like these huge things where he kind of got huge. You you meet him. Oh boy. <laughs> He's what is God? What does he have? Bonitis? Like yeah, Fred. Uh, I think his name is Frederick uh, Brennan, and Frederick he's Brennan, uh, yeah. he's a little guy, um, and he's got like, like brittle, like brittle bones, brittle bones disease. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's technically. I think just because of like the brittle bone disease, like he just didn't, like he didn't grow, um, like to like a like a normal adult size. Because I don't, I don't technically think his uh, his condition is like. Um, like he's like a little person technically, or he's no, uh, he's or, or like bone, dwarfism or anything like yeah, that. His like bones he, just don't work. <laughs> but like, um, aside from him, like trying to interject himself along the way, oh, yeah. uh, like he was like a pretty straight shooter, kind of. But kind like he of. was just he was like trying to get back into it. So like. I, I had heard of like 4chan because like I yeah I, I got a buddy who was like obsessed with like all the, the posts and stuff. It's something I never like got into and never looked at, but like I guess there was like this 4chan. So then these guys started 8chan, 8chan. which is like this this web website, which if you're not familiar, they like post articles and memes and pictures. And you and, can talk, you can do anything there. It's yeah. literally wild, wild west of internet. Yeah, no censorship. Like you if you're like gruesome shootings, murders, like terrible, terrible things, hate speech, like all that, all the shit that they try to like force off of all the major platforms. You could go there and do you it. You go there if you want to like look at some terrible shit and feel terrible for, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day. Just go check it out. It's, oh, it's a, man. it's a cesspool. <laughs> it's, it's real, real bad. Like, so much like the Frederick, what was it? Frederick, what? Brennan? Frederick Brennan. So, much like he said, He's in a wheelchair. He's got brittle bones. At one point, he calls himself Mr. Glass. He basically said he started the internet, you know, started this website because he couldn't go outside and play with kids when he was little. And like, he's this, and there's people on 8chan that are posting like horrifically offensive things to like, if you were in a wheelchair, like you don't deserve to be a person. <laughs> like, and he's just like, yep, well, that's why I started it because we needed free speech. No. Yeah, it was like, um, it was weird too. Like when he, like, so uh, Frederick Brennan started 8chan. Like he did like the the programming to like develop the interface and like pretty much build the infrastructure to support the website. And he more or less created it for, well, I think what he technically like sold it to like Jim Watkins and like his Jim, son, Ron. Yeah, Jim Watkins and Ron Watkins. And like, Ooh. so, so he worked with them, but then he ended up kind of like selling out and going, like going his separate way or whatever, had like a falling out. Cause Jim's a crazy fucking person. Uh, yeah. Jim is. Yeah. So you meet Frederick and you're like, wow, that's kind of weird. You haven't even fucking touched the outside of the weirdness. Jim Watkins and Ron Watkins, his son fucking put that thing on a whole different level. Jim Watkins it might be one of the strangest goddamn men I've ever just seen. And his son, Ron Watkins, makes me uncomfortable on like a visceral level. And I guess there's I'll, a part, I'll, that part where he's just punching the board. 
<laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll say this. Like I have, I did not do any other like research outside of this. So obviously like it's a, it's a documentary. It was edited and produced in a way that can make you feel a certain way about the whole situation. I'm just going to play into this. Like everything was hundred percent completely factual. I'm just going to believe everything I saw in this documentary. Cause that's how my brain works. But yes. if you believed and followed this QAnon movement and you were like a believer in Q and all this stuff, um, boy, that's a slap in the face to realize that, uh, spoiler alert, Ron yeah. Watkins is Q, Q and that guy is a fucking psychopath. Dude, uh, there was, they're interviewing people that are like, you know, we quit our jobs. We run this 24 hour news site about Q. Like, I mean, there was like just the weirdest fucking people. Like that one guy's like, yeah, I went to the Trump rally and he pointed at me and that's how I knew he was fighting for us in the deep state. It's like, dude, are you insane? Like you are literally a crazy person. Yeah, it's, oh man, it was a wild ride. Like the, like Ron, when he, I don't even know what the fuck he, what the deal was with that fucking hammer that he had and he took it up on top of the mountain yeah, and he's like swinging he's, it. He's going to say, I'm going to fight a bear. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what? I mean, well, that's not my weapon of choice for bears. Yeah, mine's run away or have a slower friend. <laughs> but like, like the guy who's interviewing, interviewing, like doing this documentary, like Ron Cullen, I think is his name. Tom Cullen, Ron Cullen. I think Colin, I think Colin is his last name. I don't, yeah, I, but, I don't remember his name. His but like, there's a part where he's meeting up with uh, Ron Watkins, who the entire time he's like, pretty sure this motherfucker's Q. But Ron Watkins is like super into porn. Like they play a clip. Dude, they of, all are. Yeah. All like of them are obsessed with porn. And these are like white dudes that live in like Malaysia. Like they're just all fucking weirdos. The Philippines. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That, that was weird too. It's like they're part of this Q, like this QAnon movement that is like, more or less spe somewhat specific to America. the United States, but two of the, well, three of the big players are all in the Philippines. And then uh, yeah, Ron one, is like, in like Japan. Yeah. And then like one of the guys who like ran the big cue board, like lived in like South America. Oh yeah. Or South, South Africa. Sorry. Yeah. South Africa. And, and it was just like, it is absolutely bizarre. And then, like, yeah, like Ron Watkins, like driving it. They he goes and buys a sex robot, like on this thing, like or during this documentary. He wants to take the director of the documentary to this place called Soapland. <laughs> Dude, it is it is worth just to watch. Like, just like I started watching it because I wanted to learn something, and then I just kind of devolved into like I have to see how this circus ends. Well, like also the producer of the documentary he he definitely um he definitely took some i mean i don't know I, as a person from the outside like i didn't realize uh the q was like you know obviously at first what it, what it truly was i didn't really know you know fully until watching this and like i didn't realize that they were talking about like it's everywhere there's q everywhere like all these rallies and all this stuff so i mean maybe the mainstream media did like do a good job of like not really showing that. Cause like, I don't remember ever seeing any footage of like Trump rallies where there was cues everywhere cues and all that everywhere. stuff. Yeah. I never remembered I, any of that. That's exactly like I, I had heard about it and that's the reason I wanted to watch it. Cause I was like, 
I kind of want to know. I love conspiracy theories. So like, I want to see what's going on. And then I, I was like, I hope this will explain it. Well, it didn't. And then I looked it up myself and holy fuck that those people are insane. Well, and I was going to say like they did a, the, the documentary is, is portrayed in a way to make all the QAnon people look like very dumb, but I guess I don't really think there's a, any other way to portray it. Um, yeah. No offense, QAnon people, but uh, uh, y'all seems kind of dumb. dumb. <laughs> yeah, y'all look dumb. <laughs> like, like the, the Q drops or whatever would be like, uh, Hillary Clinton's going to get arrested and tried for crimes against humanity on this date. And then it wouldn't happen. And they'd be like, well, actually what Q meant was this on this on this date. It's like, no, that's not what it meant at all. Dude, also what this entire series like made me realize is like how much I hate riddles. Like, just get to the fucking point. Like, well, actually, there's this number that's 17 and this is like two H's. And what that means is this. And it's like, just fucking can we just be up front? Just fuck put your cards on the table, bud. (laughs) That's that was also one of those things where because I like I looked it up afterwards to be like, what are some of these Q drops? I read like three of them and I was like, oh, I don't care. So then I Googled Q drop synopsis. <laughs> like I was like, I, was like I just I just want to see what get I just want to see I've the, seen the cliff notes. <laughs> yeah. I want someone else to do all the work and I just want to be like, oh y'all dumb. Oh y'all real dumb. But yeah, that was that was just that's a bizarre rabbit hole to get down. I recommend that. But there was also another documentary on Oh God, I lost you. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Oh, Oh yeah. no. Are you back? I'm back. Are you back? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh no, I was just gonna say you want to dive into a little uh Seaspiracy? Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, Seaspiracy, it's on Netflix, right? Yep, Netflix. Um hour and 30 minutes long. It's a documentary about uh like large commercial fishing companies and like the impact of that and like uh, pollution and trash and certain things on the ocean. But it, it, it starts off a certain way, but then it kind of transitions into mostly focusing on like the commercial fishing industry and how that's impacting the world, the environment, ocean life, all that. Oh yeah. The uh, first of all, Japan, you got to hone it in. boy seriously guys i what a bizarre and this is a person that loves tuna those those bluefin tuna look so smooth i kind of wanted to touch them that's not what i should have taken away from that but there was some just absolutely insane thing watching them cut off the shark fins and then like the person's like yeah, it's shark fin soup. It actually not like the shark fin doesn't taste anything. It's like a, it's like, like a, what did he call it? Like a, basically to show off how rich you are and how mm-hmm. cultured you Your are. Status, like a status symbol. Status symbol. Status symbol. I mean, so right when, like right in the beginning, when they go to like Tahi Cove, where they basically are like, they just murder dolphins. Um, I'm watching this and I'm like, wait, what? What do they do to the dolphins? And then I asked that question. Seaspiracy delivered and was like, oh, they try to catch dolphins so they can sell them to like amusement parks. As they're saying that, 
there is ju- they're just murdering dolphins, just absolutely murdering them. And I was like, that's not how you catch them. <laughs> I'm like, no one wants to go see a dead dolphin. And they baby birded me again. They're like, but it's actually to protect the tuna, illegal tuna fishing <laughs> that they're doing. And I'm like, oh no. That's a, yeah. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? But then they were, then they like put up the graphic that they are like pretty much, uh, they kill 12 dolphins for every one dolphin that they capture. And they're saying that like a dolphin, a, tra- a dolphin that's trainable. And once it's like trained or and captured and they can sell it to like SeaWorld or like an amusement park is worth like a hundred grand. But yeah. then they're just like, they're like, well, yeah, but we also want the tuna. So we're going to, yeah. we're going to, we're going to try to, uh, you know, snag one, hope it's smart. But we're just going to kill 12 of his buddies and keep moving. Dude. The, them killing whales and good lord i wish i would never would have seen that i i would say too like um uh credit to whoever did the editing on that with like all the graphics because it made things uh very Way, easy for my yeah. small mind to understand my baby brain granted like like i said uh talking about the other documentary like it's edited in a way that you know can make you feel a certain way there's already been some backlash from like the commercial fishing industry that's like oh they said a bunch of lies this isn't true this isn't true this isn't true it's like well obviously um doing anything in excess or on a large scale is going to have some sort of impact like no different than having a feedlot full of like ten thousand cattle standing in their own piss and shit like that's not good either like you know these large-scale commercial uh you know any livestock poultry fish any of that stuff is is not good and it's going to have good. negative impacts you know but I, i'm a little woke to this a little bit because if you notice at the end of it they snuck in a little bit of the vegan food at the end and they're okay. like oh plant-based seafood oh you should check this out this is a well, nice alternative so when i was looking it up ali tabrizi 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 the director of this of seaspiracy also did a documentary i watched called what the health which is all about being a plant-based diet and stuff like that. And in that one, if you watch that, they basically are just like, if you eat meat, you're just going to die. And they're like, they do all these studies. Like at one point they have uh, three college athletes that are like the same height and same build. And they, one eats a meat, like a meat burrito every day, like two meat burritos every day, a chicken, like one of them eats a chicken burrito, two chicken burritos every day. And one eats a plant-based burrito every day. And after like two weeks, they're like, the plant-based, plant-based diet guy, his penis grew an inch and a half, and he's going to live another 60 years off it. And it's like, the fuck? <laughs> like, I was like, that just seems highly impossible. And, and, and during What the Health, I was kind of like, there's a lot, you could definitely like a lot more, you could sense what he was going for. With mm. Seaspiracy, I definitely thought he was trying to just like show how bad it's gotten but then at the end it was kind of like there it is there's what you were going for <laughs> yeah which i think um i like like i said i mean it could be edited a certain way you get interviews with certain accredited doctors and scientists and all this stuff to prove a point and i imagine like a lot of the statistics and stuff that are in there are probably accurate like i didn't you know again i didn't do any research on my own i just watched the documentary like a like a normal person that has knee jerk reactions to things but a lot of that stuff seemed pretty bad um yeah. but yeah Dude, it, it was the, kind of funny how the they wrapped it all up 
Oh, did I? Am I back? Oh, no. But it's it's how they... Uh, at, oh, no. <laughs> at the end, uh, they wrapped it all up and they're like, oh, yeah, actually, here are these little shrimps and these shrimps look like normal shrimps, but it's actually just plant-based shit and you should eat that instead. Here's the company that does it. And it's like it makes you wonder if they just, uh, you know, were just building up to that the entire time. But you back? Oh, boy. Lost you. You were deeply froze. My my internet's good. I don't know. It could be. It could be mine, potentially. It's it's whatever. But uh, what were we talking about? Oh, like the one thing that really stuck with me is because I originally thought they were going to like talk about like how cool the ocean is which is true how like cool like dolphins and the one you back yep oh there we go but uh the one guy that was talking about like that they kill like thirty thousand sharks like a day and he was like he was like uh you know i people hate sharks they think they're scary he's like i should think they're the scariest and it cuts away and he's missing an arm and a leg from a shark attack and they actually like show the shark attack. And that dude's like, no, like shark, like animals are misunderstood. After that, it kind of went off the rails for me. <laughs> After yeah. that, it was just like, like, I get it. The shit they were showing with like the plat or like the ghost nets and uh, fuck, what's it called? The tiny plastic microplastic, maybe. Yeah, I think microplastics is what they call it. Where they were just like, yeah, fish are basically like 30% microplastics at this point. And they were going into that. I was like, okay, that's very bad. But also, I don't think, like, there's got to be a better way, but I don't know how. And I don't think you could just stop fishing. Yeah. And I mean, like, unless you can, everybody goes back to like, uh what is it called subsistence subsistence yeah yeah you go back to like subsistent agriculture where you plant your own garden you go out and you fish in the own your own stream you you have your own chickens you have your own cows like you do all that stuff on a small scale just for yourself like until you do that like there's always going to be these negative consequences or these impacts on the environment and your food source because of that but unfortunately all of us uh, are able to have different careers and different jobs where we don't just sit on our farm and, yeah. you know, spend our whole day trying to, uh, you know, Eat, get, get our food, food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get enough food. Like you have to spend your whole day, you know, keeping your, your farm and all your animals and your garden and everything yeah. so that you can actually have that food. It's like, no, I'm just going to work a normal job. And then I'm just going to go to the grocery store where somebody else did that for me. Yeah. It's like you call in sick when you're substance farming, uh, you die. Like, it's like, sorry, sorry, kids. I couldn't go out to work today. I had a headache. Uh, so no food this week. Like, so, but I do like, I very much understand where they were coming from in the whole, like, we're going to have to get this like under wraps with like the huge, I mean, like the fishing trawlers they were showing pulling up just like, I mean, literally like millions of pounds of fish, which they showed it in there and they talked about it. They're like, yeah, you're fishing for this, but you're going to catch sea turtles and dolphins and mermaids. Maybe not the last one, but like you're going to catch a bunch of shit. And then what, what do they do? And they're just like, yeah, sometimes we just toss them overboard. Sometimes we kill them. Like it doesn't really matter. 
<laughs> it's like, ooh, that's probably not good. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's uh, like I said, it, any any documentary can be edited in a way to you know sway you in a in a biased sense, like towards towards a certain point. And obviously, they did tie in the uh, plant based diet at the end of that show. So, you know, watch it with an open mind. But it's uh, it's worth a watch. Yeah, it's very interesting to say the it least. Just and I think more so for like even us around here, we really don't fuck with the ocean around here. Like that is the ocean's a huge thing for like 95% of the world. And just because we don't fuck with it, like probably should take some, uh, we should probably maybe throw some feelers out. I think there's only ever been one documentary that everyone kind of just agreed with. I think that was blackfish. Yeah. They were just like, where they were just like, we should not put dolphins and killer whales in these tiny little tanks. They are pissed. Yeah. That, that is also a wild documentary. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, I don't I know. Mean, maybe maybe we should wrap this one up. I don't yeah, know. Same, My yeah, uh, going out. The internet in this uh, in the uh, the original dojo is not great. So yeah, and uh, I would say I am I am not sure where we're at for time. A lot of my stuff isn't time sensitive. So okay, well, but hell yeah, episode sixty seven in the books. All right. Well, I was trying to remember a bunch of QAnon, like where we go one, we go all. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to get into the QAnon area. I figure it'll be an easy way for us to make a couple mil. Yeah. Well, we're a little late to the party. I think that might be kind of over now. Yeah. I'm sure there's still care. some crazy people holding on. But we can still Edward, get in with them. And we're charismatic. <laughs> and we're yeah. both addicted to porn, so we'll fit right yeah. in. You're telling me Ron Watkins and Jim Watkins can make a gajillion dollars off Q? But we can't? People can at least talk to us. Kind of. Yeah. But no, that's all I got. Uh, hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. XOXO. Catch you boys and girls. Episode 68. Yeah.